this intro. Then after that. Yeah, do I do this intro? Yeah, this is the intro. This is the intro. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> Fucking can't stand you. Welcome to Problematic, where a white person yells at a black person the whole time, and I try to tolerate it. Here we are. You know, history has this has a tendency of repeating itself, huh? Wow, way to tell everyone you have a learning disability without telling people you have a learning disability, because clearly you didn't learn anything from history. <laughs> that was such a bad joke. I hope we have to edit that no, out. I, I love it. I love it, and I live for it. All right, well, anyway, welcome to Problematic, where we might say something problematic, but there's enough um, minority in this group to, like, uncancel anything that might be canceled. So here we are, being problematic. I'm Jezebel Lee. And I'm Mark Amazon. And here we are. This is our first podcast, the one we talk about where we talk about how we started drag. Right? So we agreed on? Yeah, that is. Wow, you're steering the ship right into the rocks. I'm really good at these segues. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm, oh, I'm starting. Yeah. All right. For those okay. who can't see this bitch, she's painting her face while we're doing this. Yes. She's trying to learn eyebrows because everyone says my eyebrows are bad. So I guess this bitch is going to fix them. Thank God this is a podcast. Um, All right. So Miss Morglamazon, you started way before me, even though, you know, well, she looks her age. We've seen it. So let's talk about... How you got started. What inspired you to, you know, take that leap of faith into the drag universe? So, uh, how I got started was actually completely by accident. Um, I was, like, watching YouTube, because I love YouTube, and I was like, I could be a YouTuber. You know, what's different? What's new? What's unique? And I was like, let's do YouTube like everybody else, because that's what's going to make me different. Um... And I had this great idea to do a show about gay culture. So it was everything gay culture. So it was like gay parenting and backgrounds of that and this and that. And I was like, you know what? First episode, what is readily available to you? What do you have to like, what are people you know? And you're like, you're going to do drag for the first time as someone who had a phobia of drag queens and was just like very much like, no, that is not okay. That is a clown that I cannot figure out who is going on underneath there. Phobia of drag queens was like, you know, we're going to interview people. And I did. Interviewed a bunch of drag queens locally known in the Albany area and asked them how they got started in drag. And then I was like, okay, well, if we're going to do this, we're really going to do this. We're going to do drag. So called in some favors. I got a choreographer. Um, I got some makeup tips at that time. Um, and we decided that we were doing this. Like it was a month of preparation, dance, like we were practicing dance routines and making dance routines and doing all of this. And so I go out there at Waterworks while, it was like Wacky Wednesday. It wasn't even like What About Wednesday. It was something else a million years ago, um, three, three years ago in that little. And <laughs> I did it. It went pretty, pretty good. I would say. I mean, I knew the words to my songs. I didn't know when one of the songs ended. I just knew the words continued. Thank you for repetition. Thank you, Beyonce. Um, and 
day. It was pretty wild. Like my wig slipped. It did not fall off, but it did slide. We did catch it. Um, and I made so much dumb money that when I got asked to do it again, I was like, sure. Second time out, made same amount of dumb money. And the girls were like, do you want to keep doing this? Do you want her to come back? And everyone was like, oh my God, yes. And I was simultaneously conquering my fear of um, my fear of drag queens and becoming the bright, shining star that my theater degree warrants. You know, those that have a theater degree end up somewhere not in theater. So that's kind of like the long of the short of it. Like that's like the way I did it. The, my like lucky of calling in favors from every single like thing that I could do to like make sure that I didn't necessarily look like a baby queen, even though I looked like a baby queen. Did I like perform like a baby queen? Yes and no and yes again. Um, but such a liberating experience. What about you? Oh, no, 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 no. We don't get to, just get to jump around and we're going to reflect on some of those things that you just <laughs> no, said. No, we're going to talk, and then I'm going to talk, and then you're going to talk. No, no, we're no. We're going to have conversations here. No, no, no. We're going to... We're comparing and contrasting. Absolutely not. Yes, we're going to we take are. that, reverse it, rewind it, and we're going to touch on that favorite little comment you said. Afraid of these glorified clowns. I didn't say glorified. I did not say glorified. Don't mean what I said. <laughs> You're making something I said problematic. I did not want to... We can rewind it and be like, I did not say glorified. Okay, you called them clowns. Yes. The people who... So did so did season two of Canada's Drag Race call us clowns. So I don't want to hear shit. I'm sorry. Season two of Canada's Drag Race. Hmm. A reality TV show that's somewhat unscripted, but provoked versus a real life human. No, 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 no. They made, no, 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 no. They made a whole skit, a whole skit saying that the, every drag queen is just a different type of clown. So, I don't want, you cannot come for me. You cannot come for me for that. I mean, you're right. I can't come for you. I've seen you naked and it won't work. I'm stunning. I'll be the trade of the season by the time I get there. Don't play with me. <sighs> um, you know, maybe you'll be a You'll pull a whole, uh, oh, good Lord, what is her name? The whistle gap between her teeth? I cannot fucking stand you. <laughs> and call yourself a train with everyone private. else. In private. Uh, you know what? All right, stun out for the podcast, Miss Jezebel Lee. What, talk about your your um, start of journey in drag, and we can start touching back on things later. Oh, okay, cool. Let's Let's do this. Because my journey was so much longer than yours. <laughs> it's still happening. My start? No. Girl. I'm messy. I was waiting for that pause. That <laughs> Talk about trying to make sense of gibberish. Yeah, welcome to my brain. Don't know how I got anything done. I thought you were about to say got a degree, and I was like, girl, not yet. I have one. <laughs> Yeah, that associates in theater, girl. Okay. She showed up. She said, I'm the black one and got a degree. That's exactly not how it happened at all. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to me. 
So I've always had a major conflict with my gender. So I've been playing with makeup and my gender identity for many, many moons. And by that, I mean freshman year of college. So yeah, a while. And that's where I started my drag journey, but I didn't really like buy into it until I'd say probably about two years ago, we had just started acknowledging each other as like more than just people who danced with each other at the club. We have been, we've been friends for longer than two years. Yes. We've lived together for two years. So you're, <laughs> wait, the math, when the math doesn't add up and you're like, oh, okay. Yes. We've been friends for three years, but we've been roommates for two years. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't really start my drag journey until we became roommates, which you actually influenced. Because I saw you doing it, and we had a conversation, and you basically told me, mm, I don't know if it'd be a good idea, and my brain went, okay, bet. <laughs> and you stopped being around, so I had a lot of time to practice my makeup. And that's how uh, Miss Whatchamacallit was born. Oh my god, I live for that name. Yes. I went through three names, Miss Whatchamacallit, Chick eat lots and now Miss Jezebel Lee. Hey, <laughs> that was a good one too. And yeah, my drag journey has been rocky because I got started <clears throat> at the end of 2019 and hit a global pandemic. Girl said, I'm gonna start drag. The universe was like, pandemic. They said, TikTok is your destiny. So yeah, I became a TikTok queen. And if anyone wants to find me, you can watch the evolution with everyone else who has found me. Oh my God, there's a cat attack. Our my old ass. landlord, fun fact about the evolution, our own landlord, our old landlord of our last apartment has Jezebel Lee favorited. And the only reason I found this out is because I tried to rent another apartment with them in the, in like recently. And, and like we have not lived in this apartment in now like a year or two, but then it was like a year. Um, and they're like, oh my God, I live for everything they post. Like, oh my gosh. And I was like, oh my goodness, our landlord is literally one of your biggest fans. I think you can send him a t-shirt, honestly. Which is crazy because I have no idea which account is his. Oh my God. Well, just no now, idea. You should send, you should send him a t-shirt. Just leave it at the at our doorstep. Literally, our old doorstep. Like honestly, I'll just text for the landlord. Do you want some merch? Just text them. Which speaking of, we will soon be having merch, which can be found in both of our Instagram bios under and especially under the two queens, one Insta handle. Yes, we love a good link tree. I had to learn what link tree was in order to keep doing drag because everyone has one, but we love a good link tree. All right, so keep talking about your journey. So your TikToking journey, which was very, 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 very entertaining because if you go to them doing TikTok every second during a pandemic when you're locked in our apartment at the time was like a cubicle, like very small. Um, so always seeing what was happening, amazing. If you go to my TikTok, I don't TikTok often, so you really find it. I don't even know if they have my TikTok, so probably link it somewhere later. Um, but you can just see the evolution from 
Miss Whatchamacallit, aka The Bargain Basement, Trixie Mattel, that you can find at the swap meet that you order on TikTok. Not TikTok, order on Wish. And then to the Amazon, what you get, what you order, Miss Jezebel Lee, what she is today. How am I supposed to jump off of that? I don't know. <laughs> Somehow it was an insult and a compliment in the same breath. You're welcome. But no, yeah. <laughs> I use TikTok to really like explore my craft and grew on there. I definitely exploited a couple friends to get some followers. Not even mad at it. So then I could do live and people really seemed to enjoy my personality. So I knew that that was Jezebel's personality. And yeah, she's just been growing and getting better. I'm working on these brows right now. So. She can only go up from here. Oh, wait, does that demonetize us? Mm, oh. As long as you don't sing uh, more than 15 notes. All right, so we, we did it. We're done. Um, um, but let's talk about whiteface. I'm dead. No, real quick. You know what? Real quick. When you started drag, fun facts, not that I was jealous, but... I was like, damn, this is my thing. When you first started, I don't think I ever told you this. Wow, this is a I new dead, story for me. I dead was like, this is my thing. Like, why the fuck is everybody? I was like, this. I was like, I'm the drag queen in the front group. I was like, this is what it is. I have one job here. Don't own in my shit. Like when Conway started, when Jezebel started drag, I was so just like, really? This is what we're doing. This is this is what we're doing. So now there's there's two of us. Because drag for a while out here is very, very competition-like, or especially when you're starting out, you feel like it's one big fucking competition. You're like, I am going to beat you in this race that is drag, which, mind you, it's art, so art is subjective. So we're sitting here doing different art, but still like, I'm going to be the best at literally, yeah, you are the best. It's the only thing that you can do because you're the only person that can do it. So you're already the best at your drag. Um, but I was so just like, oh, Hmm. But I was never like ever going to be like mean about it. But I was just like, hmm, we're starting drag, and then I was like, it's okay. Like we're very two different types of queens, and I was like, I'll just help them. But I was still in the beginning like, huh, weird, and that was my whole like internal like dialogue with so, myself. On top of you thinking I hated you the whole time, I definitely did. Definitely thought we were roommates out of circumstance, and definitely thought you hated me for a solid long ass time. So on top of that, you also thought I was moving in on your shtick. <laughs> yep. Even though you were the one who helped me get the courage to get there. Yep. Cool, 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 cool. Our friendship is built on a tower of lies. I'm a Libra. And I'm a Scorpio, so I'm now sure. I'm going to stab you later. I just want you to be happy. And I just want to see the world burn. The world, not you. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, back enough deflecting. Let's talk about that white face. Let's white talk face. about your makeup white in the first place. It's a great face. In the beginning of drag, you know, you get the basics. You're like, I need foundation and I need highlight. Highlight just has to be lighter than your foundation. All right, fun fact, it shouldn't be too much lighter, but it should be lighter, like light enough that you blend it and it'll, it'll seamlessly blend into each other. I buffed mine out 
but it was always way too white for it to um, to look like my skin. Um, and so I will never forget, I when I thought I was getting good, I would always do my eyes from my, from my nose, from right below my nose, um, all the way up to my eyes was all highlight instead of it being highlighted out in blocks and then buffed in with my with my um, foundation. And so I really looked like the white woman that I was trying to emulate on the inside. Um, and <laughs> it definitely, it's quite different. There are a few queens in the area still, uh, darker queens that do kind of do white face. Um, and now that it's like phasing out, thank God. Um, we're all learning to do better makeup and it took a while. It took a long while to learn how to do better makeup, to not have um, my whole ethnic background change because I'm in drag. Um, but I mean, I grew up in a very like white area. So like, you know, you dress for the job you want, not the job you have um, anyway, or the privilege you want, not the privilege you have, we try. Um, but when I did musicals and things in high school, they would paint me with blackface because they didn't know how to shade match. So I'm just sitting here either looking really dark, really light, um, all before knowing how to actually use makeup. Um, so makeup was always going to be a struggle for a while. Um, and I like watch the, don't, if you're a new drag queen, do not watch Bob do their makeup and think that is the way that you should be doing your makeup. Bob the Drag Queen tutorials, Love you as a queen girl, but those tutorials done fucked me up. Like, I was looking cracked because I was like, Bob has the most tutorials. I'm going to follow Bob. No, don't do it. Swipe or no swiping. There are other ethnic queens out there to follow. Uh, also, just get your shades right. Go to your local Ulta or Sephora. Get shade matched correctly. And then go from there and watch everyone's tutorials because you'll have a better makeup scheme all the way around. Ooh, white face. Just avoid, just avoid white face or black. Really avoid black face. Definitely avoid that. But um, white face for sure. Just try to look your complexion. Just a nice illusion of cheekbones and nose contour and things. Yes, I will say this in your defense. So Morgan has a mother, like a drag mama, which in the drag community is very much common where a older queen or more experienced queen will take on a younger new queen and give them advice, help them make their way through. And you have this mother Girl. and still have her and she's wonderful and has helped you in so many ways, so many times, saved your ass. But she learned how to paint from transgendered people who yes. really wanted to look like women. But you did not want to look like a I'm woman. I'm too big to look like a woman. Like, I'm too goddamn big to try to be out here telling people, yes, I am, am going to be serving you fish. I'm going to be serving you real woman. Because I'm not. I'm going to be serving you something that, if you're drunk, might emulate a real woman. But I'm definitely giving you full living in the fantasy RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Queen glamour of it all, but without the filter, because I don't need the filter. Um, girl, I put the season two filter on some of your photos. Girl, yeah, but like those were the rough ones. Those were the rough days. Everyone, everybody hates those days. 
every other date. I'm gonna just really make sure we just sing just enough notes. Um, <laughs> You're gonna get, um, yeah, it's 15 notes per thing. Yeah, that's okay. Per episode. Oh, well, you know, we'll figure it out. Anyway. We ain't gonna make money because you also just did a Disney thing. Oh yeah, that is Disney. Yeah, that's when they sell. Well, you know what? I can't be tamed. (laughs) Oh, I follow the buttons. I live. Um. (laughs) Anyway, back to what I was saying is, she very much learned how to paint like a real woman. She also learned how to paint in like the eighties. So like, her paint was always going to be real woman. While my paint, we were both watching the same tutorials and gathering things from it for me, which was a great. Like I have. My, my first drag mother, like, because now I have two. <sighs> Love that. Um, yeah, first... she's a selfish kind of, I can't get one, but she's got two. <laughs> and I'm not sharing. No, I'm joking. I will always share. Um, but my first drag mother definitely, like, imparted, like, performance value and, like, learning don't run out of the gate, like, running. Like, you can have the most up-tempo song, but if you're going to run from the beginning to the end, you're going to be exhausted. And there was no incline, you're doing the same note. Um, but I, I've learned so many things. But makeup was an evolution that we learned together, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, because if you look at her makeup now, she's even changed. Oh, yeah, no, she now gives you drag face because that's what all the cool girls are doing. She's like, yes, I'm not. She's like, I can give you real woman, but she's like, now I'm going to give you drag cunt. Um, and it's pretty, pretty, like, amazing. But, so, in your defense, the person who was paying you, because you were still rough rough and a newbie and just figuring out everything. Like, who let the dogs out? That was written about my early drag face. Um, Well, that explains why one of your first numbers had you putting men on leashes. Oh, my God. I live in that number. Uh, Yeah. So, yes, in your defense, you had a bit of a learning curve. Exactly. Is it okay that you were really going for the full early 2000s Beyonce trying to appear as a white woman to make your money? No. What do you mean? Dress for the privilege you want, not the privilege you have. That is going to be a theme. But always dress for the privilege you want. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, but I mean, the coin I made, clearly like the coin I made those first few times out, people were paying attention to the privilege. That's all they were paying attention to because of the performance. Oh, and not the bad tuck. That's not what they were looking at. My tuck was never bad. Your tuck. Your t- my tuck was never bad, uh, girl. My tuck was never bad. I will literally die saying that. Okay. My tuck. I'm pretty sure my tuck now is not even as tight as my tuck was then. Do we, should we revisit those leather jorts? Yeah, yeah, we should. They were great. Yeah, they were great. But that wasn't hiding your tuck, honey. Yes, it, I was tucked to the gods. You were tucked to the front. I was tucked. I literally, my dick was in my butt. Okay. Let's talk about your evolution. We're over here just real focused on mine. Okay, we talked okay. about my evolution. No, we didn't. You went from bargain basement Trixie. Because you were like, this is the only makeup style I'm going to do. And as time, <laughs> as time has progressed and progressed and progressed. Miss, I didn't want a hip pad. Miss, I didn't want this. Now has hip pads, butt pads, and wants bigger hip pads. Has a chest plate. Like, 
Let's talk about the progression. Okay, we can talk about you, it. You went from your makeup being, you can't see my hand gesture, but it's I'm making that sign with a C around my eyes, and from my cheeks all the way up to my forehead. That was the size of your eye makeup. Yes. So I did my first ever look was literally just eyeshadow around my entire eyes and extend it. It's a hot mess express. If you can find those fit that those. TikToks, videos, photos. TikToks, photos, all of it, because I don't hush it. I said, we're all going to grow together. Oh my goodness, look, a white woman. I know you looked in the mirror. Um, well, yes, I'm doing my brows, so of course I look in the mirror. I'm going to hold true to my temples on point. Um, yeah, because you can't find the photos because I didn't take them. I have a photo right here, and I talk this fine. I just can't zoom in close enough to like so you can actually see the top. But I look stunning anyway. Um, yes. So my here is my thing in the beginning. I wanted to emulate. I always knew I was going to be a country queen. I always knew that was what I was going to do. This was the part that Morgan was like, "Absolutely not. You should do anything else." Because. We no, are located. It was, the, it was the voice. That that was the, was the voice that you should do anything else. Which it comes up every now and again, but it comes up in waves. Yeah. Well, I figured out the voice a little bit more, but I'm talking earlier. You, re I don't know if you remember this car ride. It was we were actually going to a drag show, and I was like talking and just like I'm about to. It's before I started drag. And I'm like I'm really considering it i think i should do this and i'm just the thing that's always held me back is figuring out a name but i'm like i'm pretty sure i'm going to be a country queen and you really said this isn't the area for that you need to not do you may want to explore other avenues and that's when i was like oh okay maybe i'll look at broadway and being one of those types of queens and you're like yes that's the path to go I vaguely remember this conversation, I'm not gonna lie, I don't fully remember it, but we have had so many conversations in life that it's like... Especially in our respective cars. We talk a lot in our cars. Literally. Our cars can talk. Um... <laughs> Alright. Vroom vroom, happy car! Wow. All our young fans just tuned out. What? <laughs> they don't know what that is. <laughs> Could you imagine it? I hope they know what that is. They don't. Alright, well, whatever. Unless, you know, it's on some random TikTok YouTube moment. We'll put it on TikTok in a moment. Anyway, I always knew I was going to be a country queen, and who else to emulate than Miss Trixie Mattel? Miss Tracy Martell, if you would. You know, her street name. Because she was the, she is really the only successful country her queen. Her name Kevin. Or Dylan, her street name. It's Brad. Brian. Brian. Okay, all generic white ass names. Brian. Wow. <laughs> and she's not even fully white. She isn't. She's like well, Cherokee. Yeah. Well, I don't actually know what tribe she's a part of, but she's. All I know is I love her statement about Black Lives Matter. It's worth living. It's like, 
I can no longer be passive in situations of racism. It's time to be actively anti-racist. I was like, yes, Tracy Martell. That is an ally. Anyway, back to me, because I'm more important. I emulated that because, fun fact, I am half blind. And I don't know if you've ever tried to do your makeup with one eye closed, a shaky hand, and almost zero to no knowledge about makeup. You know what? I want to challenge you to do that because okay. it would be, it's not as easy as it sounds. Okay. And to do those finer lines and finer points. And I know there are people out there who do remarkable things with their makeup, like with their fucking feet and everything, but that's just not it's something I've had to, I've never been able to, it's all a learning curve. And once you get through it and you get that muscle memory, you learn what to do, but to evolve your makeup so you don't look busted. It takes time. It takes time. And I say I've been very public about my growth and about how much I've changed and what I've done. So yeah, I changed. I grew. I went with the pattern that made the most sense. I got, I remember the first time I said, I'm going to do glamour makeup. And you looked at me like I had three heads. And then I did it and you were like, so that's glamour to you. That was also the first time you said, that's the time you said, we can be in pictures together now. That was not that time. Those are are not the same day. They were the same day. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, it is. Because it's that green eyeshadow look with I'm wearing that dress that you gave me in that moment. Flowers. Yep. It was that same day. That face and... It's a good face. 